0: Hello, I'm George Halford the host of Local Matters. What a great day! And we're here today with uh, a legend. Uh, hope he doesn't blush, you Jerry Abston. And we're happy to have uh, Jerry here. And uh, but before we do, we're we're going to be talking uh, as we have b- about. Interesting people. This this is not a standard kind of a show where you talk about what but we're gonna talk about interesting people and we've got a very interesting person here. So Jerry, just want to welcome you to the show.
1: George, thank you and thank the radio station for inviting me. Uh uh it's an honor and I just feel so so great to get to be here today. Thank you.
0: Well as I said, we're we're gonna be talking to interesting people uh, in, in all walks of life who, who who are the fabric of this community and region and who really in their own in their own way make such a tremendous difference. So uh, you are a, a major have been and not a has been but have been and are a, a major difference maker. Let's start out with uh, your family and your background and you, you were born I believe in Putnam County and just Take us up through uh, well, your this, early years.
1: This is my home, and uh,
0: we was raised here. I had two of the greatest parents that
1: ever walked. Uh, <laughs> they raised us uh, uh, four kids, and all, none of them's ever been in jail but me. <laughs> but uh, we, we we very interesting people. I, I was raised uh, poor. We do it and raise – but I guess we go back and think about it. Everybody back in the That's in right. the early 40s or late 40s, early 50s was, was poor people. But we never missed a meal. We always had something on the table. Uh, I never thought about being in law enforcement. I was doing masonry work uh, with a cousin of mine and Billy Smith, who is a good friend of mine and a mentor – A former sheriff, he just got elected sheriff, and he came by a little job we was doing over on Chestnut Street. And he told my cousin, said, I can remember it just like it was yesterday. He told my cousin, said, uh, I'm looking for a deputy. And my cousin (laughs) throwed the trial point straight at me and (laughs) throwed mortar on me and said, right there's your deputy. And I thought about it and thought about it, and I finally went to work as a deputy, and I worked as a deputy over four years Turned around and got elected sheriff. Stayed twenty eight. Went on with the state of Tennessee and stayed eight years. And God just had such a such a blessed career in my life. And and I've had some good people to to help me along the way.
0: You know, we're going to get further into that. But one story you t- told me, I can almost cite uh, Jerry, uh, the stories. Some of them are the great stories you've had. The story growing up with your parents, and there was government assistance programs and cheese and something about you. T- tell them the story about the cheese. Well, that 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 was a story I told one time. I said, you know, ever
1: people likes help. People does things. Of course, my dad was was one of these believers that you support your family. And our neighbors one time got some government assistance and got cheese and peanut butter and all that. And I went in and told my dad. I said, Dad, why don't we? Uh, Apply for and get some of that government cheese like our neighbors, and he looked at me just serious as can be. And he said, "Son, that's for people that needs it." Said, "If you missed a meal, I've never forgot that. That's, <laughs> you know, that's just a that's just a a, a good saying, you know. And it's kind of like I'll give you one more." My dad said, "My dad had a fourth grade education. Never done nothing in his life but hard manual work, but he was a smart man." I just got elected sheriff and he asked me one time, he said, you know, son, you got a hard job coming on. I said, what are you going to do? And I said, well, dad, I'm going to go down there, do the best I can. I'm going to treat everybody just alike. And he looked at me and he said, now think about that a minute. Everybody won't let you treat them alike.
0: Listen to that. And that's a good saying. It is. It is. 28 years. That's seven elections. That is a Almost a, I don't know, is that a record in the state or where are you at it, it's actually eight
1: elections. The first two terms I run was two year terms, then I run okay. six six four year terms. No, they was uh they's about four or five of us in the state that's that was it twenty eight years, yes. Terry wow. Ash, good friend of mine that was in Wilson County and you know a few of us around here, but yeah, it uh, but Sheriff Houston to never could ever serve over three two-year terms because that was the law and we got the law changed in 1978 where
0: we could succeed ourselves after the two-year terms did not know that didn't you know that segues great into the the, the sheriff's duties a lot, a lot of people are still really a, constitu- a constitutional office the sheriff how you relate to the municipalities in the state. You want to walk people through the...
1: Well, you know, the sheriff's office is a high-selected official, truth about it, in the county. It's a constitutional office. Uh, They've got several duties. Their main... If you go back and read the old Tennessee code annotated, it'll tell you one of the main jobs, sheriff's got to keep a fire in the courthouse. (laughs) That's when they had stoves in it, but they've took that out now. But, you know, the sheriff's got the job. He's over the jail. He's over all the courts... And he has to serve all process that comes out of the, comes out of the uh, uh, the courts. And then, of course, over the years, there was a lot of new duties added to him as far as drug enforcement, traffic enforcement. The sheriff has numerous duties. It's kind of like uh, I said it before. I say it's like a housewife's duty. It's never done, so it's something to do every day.
0: Sure. The early days, just as a sheriff, it, and we're going to talk about present day, and but just talk about, how, you know, there was no interstate. There was no, I mean, te- technology, communications, and what. Oh, we had places in the county that our radios wouldn't work. Of
1: course, I tell people that a lot. I lived in Putnam County in the Mayberry days. Uh, <laughs> I very seldom I kept a gun in the car, but, as far as having a gun on my side, I never carried a gun uh I knowed everybody, and most of the time you know I knowed so many people in the county. I could talk to somebody and usually talk them out about anything they wanted to do <laughs> and you know it was it was good days and then you know growth we needed the growth uh Putnam county was stagnated, yeah, we lost so many people that were moving out of town. And that's why we're getting so many people back. People don't think about it, but I run into them every day. I went to school with a guy. He went to Detroit. He stayed 42 years. He retired. He's come back home.
0: That's and right. And we're
1: getting so many people are moving back home, and we should have never lost them people, but we did. I like my old Putnam County. I'll be the first to tell you. <laughs> but you got to have growth and We've we've had the growth, and I'm glad to see the way we're going.
0: Well, Jerry is a relatively uh, newcomer. Twenty years. Uh, I like the old Putnam County too. It's a wonderful blend of of people, and and people are moving in, and they're our kind of people. You know? Can you? You sure they are? I mean, you know, from all over the country.
1: We played golf yesterday, George, and we sitting there on the porch. If you think about it, there wasn't one guy there that. Was raised in Putnam County. Besides me, that's right. Everybody else was raised somewhere else, but but they're good guys. We're I talking love them.
0: California, oh, Michigan, yeah. uh yeah. Chicago. Oh, right. and but I like them. They're good people. They're good. and they're contributing to the community. That's right. That's right. But what you said, they uh, they uh, the the plight of the Southerner, whether what no matter. About the mo- the song "Detroit City." I forgot who put that out, but it was a story of your friend went to Detroit. Well, yeah, came back, got a nest egg, and came home. My brother, my oldest brother, went
1: to Dayton, Ohio, when he was eighteen years old. He's eighty-five years old right now. This is not home to him. He's been he's been in Ohio since he's eighteen years old, uh, but he never really wanted to leave but he couldn't find a job here that he thought he could make a, a decent living at. So, so, you know, he was like an old boy in eastern Kentucky one time told me, he said, I left Potville, Kentucky, because he said there wasn't three things to do over there, steel, work in a sawmill, <laughs> or make a moonshine out of steel. So, so I went north, and that's, that's about the way some of it was around well, here a
0: few years ago. Well, again, today there are good jobs being – uh, good jobs for for our young people to stay home, it, and our, our people to come home.
1: Come and and it's Putnam County's growing. Uh, it's like I said, I miss my old Putnam County, but we were stagnated. We needed to grow, and we're doing it.
0: Man, that is great. Let let's take a let's go into the you mentioned the influence you have had on the. Uh, um, law enforcement in this county region and state uh mentors uh talk about some of the tell us some of the mentors that you have hired and watched grow and what they've done and where they are today well i i feel blessed that i can i
1: i sitting on my porch the other afternoon a guy come by and said you remember what 30 years ago was and i said no what he said, "You hired me on September. I mean, on August the first, thirty years ago," and he is now the head agent for the TBI through Middle Tennessee. I'm proud of that. The last two sheriffs in Putnam County, I hired them, David Andrews, Sheriff Ferris right now. I'm proud to say that that maybe I contributed a little bit to him getting Always there. But no I, I'm proud of him, man. You know, uh, I had this just in the last week. I've had about three or four people tell me that. I heard them thirty years ago at the sheriff's office, and they're still liars. So, so that makes you feel good. When no you question. They making a career out of it.
0: Tell them the uh, story the the Hispanic growth of our community, <laughs> and what you were thinking. the the The, the latest uh, yeah, the story I was told
1: was this young man come to San Diego <laughs> on a scholarship at Tennessee Tech, and he had a Spanish name. Uh, I won't mention his name, but anyway, <laughs> I thought, well, we, you know, we we're getting a lot of Hispanics coming into the county. I thought, well, I'll hire this guy because I need somebody could probably speak Spanish. Come find out after I hired him, he couldn't speak a word of Spanish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh ex he career the thirty year guy. He, he's a
1: thirty year career with a TBI, and he worked for me. He worked for me eleven years, I guess, and TBI the rest of the time. But yeah, he's a He's a, you know, I've got some good people that I've mentored. I feel like over the years, you know, Putnam County is a, Putnam County is a uh, great county
0: to live in. No question. George Halford, uh, local matters with Sheriff Jerry Abston. Welcome back, George Hofford with uh, Sheriff Emer- Emeritus. I hope that term is all right. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Abston, uh, let's go back to where we left off uh, b- before our break. Uh, first time you you ran you ran for office to share. First time, I bet you, you got a story there. They were they were four of us running, and they
1: were all three my opponents. Was good people, honorable people. Uh, I was new at it. I was the youngest, you know. I was elected at 29 years old. Like don't many people get wow. elected at 29 years old. Okay. Uh, I was running because I'd had about five years of law enforcement up to that point, and of course, back in those days, we didn't have cell phones and all that other stuff. And I go in one night and I had a phone call to call a, a local minister, and they <laughs> wanted to meet with me, and I met with a uh, 25 30 ministers and. And I didn't know what they wanted, but their coffee was good and their donuts was good. <laughs> and the first question he asked me was what I was going to do about the illegal liquor in Putnam County. Now, you got to think about that. That was 1974. That was a few years ago yes. when when we – this was a Bible Belt, still a Bible Belt, but people had an – didn't have a good thing about alcohol. But anyway, I it kind of shocked me, you know, and I didn't know what to say at first. And then I said, well, you know – if I'm elected, I'm going to enforce the law. Yeah, And during my tenure as sheriff, I tried to enforce the law to the best of my ability. Uh uh and that's what I, I'm always proud of. I, I I tried to be fair, tried to be as good as I could with everybody, but and that I thought that was unusual. But group of ministers, but I saw an older guy that was one of the ministers, about they're like all the rest of us, they're about Getting too old. A
0: little long in the two. A couple, three years ago. <laughs> and
1: I told him, I said, you know, you remember that meeting with you guys at, and talking about it? I said, uh, wouldn't we probably be better off? I said, just think about it today. I said, we got a liquor store on every corner. You can buy alcohol in about every restaurant in Coolville. And I said... Now we're making moonshine across from the courthouse. And, Who would <laughs> and have thought? Sure. <laughs> I said, "Who would have ever thought of doing something like that?" And he, I remember what he said. He said, "Yeah." I said I pray about it every day. Oh <laughs> so, sure. So you know, but I'm just saying that's how things changed, and uh, I, I I'll probably get some people that will uh, be mad at me. And I say this, but you know, when liquor with the drink was voted in, in Putnam County. It was good for Putnam County.
0: Sure, it sure. was
1: good for Putnam County. Uh, my church group might not think so, but it was good for Putnam County because we brought so much restaurants and revenue and people in, and a county can't operate without revenue. So, no. so it, it, you know, so it may have been good. I'm not. Uh, I'm just saying that it was good for Putnam County. It's good for their growth.
0: Very emotional issue. You'll you'll probably agree. One of the most emotional issues that that most of us have ever faced. There's not a family, including my own, that has not been adversely affected by addiction and alcohol. Right. So it's a it's a it's it's a complicated social issue.
1: It is a big one. Uh, I can remember the first time I saw marijuana. I- I didn't know what marijuana was. <laughs> I the first time I ever saw marijuana, you know, in this county. And, and you know, a few years ago, marijuana was the number one drug. Today, there's some, they mention stuff out there today I've never no, heard of. No, don't know what I it is. I don't know what they are, you know. And, and again, population, here's what you always got to remember. When your population grows, you're going to have a certain element of crime, and this other stuff grows with it. And we have it. And our sheriff right now is doing a – Done a real good job yes. trying to control it.
0: Got a great, great team. Uh you you dabbled into the country music uh <laughs> uh episodes by not not necessarily by design, but uh Alan Jackson, you met Alan. T- tell the audience well, that story.
1: I met Alan Jackson, he was a couple of times, just nothing big, just casual. Yeah. And one afternoon, I get a phone call, and it's late, and they told me to call this number. I I call this number, and this guy said, "Hey, this is Alan Jackson." And you know, I thought, well, <laughs> he so, said, uh, <laughs> he said, I'm getting ready to do a show in Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry, and said I left all my clothes at my at my lake house. He said, could I talk you into going and getting my lake clothes and bringing them to me? And I thought, well, how am I going to get in that fort down there? And he said <laughs> I, he gave me the code to his house, and I go down and there hangs his clothes and his boots and his wow. hats, and I picked them up and got them to Nashville, and they had me a private parking place, and I got down there. I had one of the best CMA trips <laughs> you ever seen, set backstage and and men. Him has been not, what you say, friends. We've been cordial towards each other and been able sure. to see each other. So he's a great guy. And, uh, you know, you, you hear me tell that story about George Jones yeah, coming, that's,
0: that was my next one.
1: coming to one of our clubs here in Cookville, out here off just 111. And he, when he shows up, George was in that one stage, you know, he, he, was, where, yeah. he, he, he didn't need to be. And they'd sold about 800 tickets. <laughs> And one of the managers come out there and said, he's no way he's going to get on the stage. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you something. If George don't get on that stage, I said, them people's mad enough in there. They're going to come out here and turn his bus over. (laughs) And we finally got him on the stage and he could sing three verses or three words out of one song. And he'd forget what he sang and he sang another, but the crowd loved him. But he, that's, that's before George got straight. <laughs> well, that
0: was, yeah, that was early years too. He was uh, a, a ple- not fledgling, but he was a new young star. Right. right and right. Uh, you you persuaded him. He probably needed to. The people loved him, and he got him in there.
1: But it was one of those days, you know. You over the years in '28, I could sit here and talk to you about things that happened, but you can't, can't, I can't remember all of them. and I can't. Uh, can't tell you all of
0: them. <laughs> you know, this one on a more serious note. You told me a story years ago about, you know, we we we're no different anywhere else. We have uh, s- crime, and we had a murder, and you were you were trying to solve a y'all, the community you were trying to solve a murder. Talk, tell us that story. I thought that was a a good one about how you were. Well, t- fr- I think you knew the guy, a friend, and his wife had went missing, and he would never. He would never
1: commit to it, said she's visiting her sisters, and we've run all the everything out everywhere you could think of and so i and I'm not a real educated fellow don't have, but i I thought well, I'm going to use a little reverse psychology on him, so I got to go in every night every evening, and I'd sit on his porch with him, and we'd talk and pray, really, and we kept saying I'd call his wife, but name now she needs a decent burial. She needs a decent burial. Wow. And I that went on for about a month and a half and he finally just couldn't take it no more and he confessed where the body was at.
0: <laughs> he said he said she's right over didn't you say yeah, he,
1: said, he said, said she's buried right over there in the woods and said she's <laughs> under a piece of tin.
0: So so you know, I'm just saying I'm just saying, you know, it's uh it's a lot of good stories out there. Well you've seen it all. I know we talked with, about uh, uh working with the medical and You've seen wrecks and you've seen things that a lot of people have not seen.
1: Well, Um, it's just, you know, it's uh, a lot of things happen out there that people don't know about. No. Putnam County today is not what it was, you know, 40 years ago. The worst thing you can do is come up on a wreck and see kids or somebody oh, hurt. Can imagine. You'll, and you'll take it to your bed at night when you see something like that.
0: Cannot you know, not imagine. And man. being on call being on as call. a sheriff of this county, you're um uh, you're uh, you have to you better be ready for that.
1: I think I might have been. I don't know that I was the only sheriff that had a listed telephone number and I kept a listed telephone number as long as I was sheriff.
0: We'll be right back with Sheriff Jerry Abston. George Halford, uh, Local Matters, and again, we're very pleased to have Sheriff uh, Jerry Abstin uh, here uh, talking about all the things that have happened during a great, and are still happening under a great career. Jerry, before we we were talking about things that you had done, and you retired, uh, thinking that you were going to go to the golf course, maybe, and fish, and do some things, and then you you got some calls, and talk about your next life with the governor, and... Statewide. Well,
1: when I left sheriff's office in 2002, I I I was burnt probably after all those years. I was working for a company that sold law enforcement equipment, doing a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to break. I just wanted to not get in a hurry, get back in the spotlight or politics. And I was playing golf one day and come home. My wife said uh, they call from the governor's office and want you to call. And I said, "Yay, that's some of them buddies, uh, so, yeah, buddies of mine that's aggravating me, you know." And I, <laughs> they I, I they didn't go again. Re- I didn't return the call, and it goes on about f- five days. Again, is on. A, I can remember it was on a Thursday, and a local politician here in Cookeville followed me on the golf course and said, "They really want you to call the governor's office." And you know, I'm not. I didn't ask for a job. I was just kind of relaxed, and <laughs> I called and set appointment up and went to Nashville and. They hired me as the director of the Tennessee Corrections Institute, which was an honor. Uh, I served eight years under Governor Bredesen. Uh, it's probably the best eight years I ever had in my life. Wow! It was, uh, it was. I run the whole show. Nobody bothered me. Uh, it was just a great, great eight years. I was so blessed to get to be there.
0: You said eight years. That I've known you for. 20 years and it just doesn't seem like that long but uh,
1: but I've always been and I like I told you today George I you sit back and think of all of my time I served deputies I as a deputy I served on volunteer fire department when we was trying to get a fire department set up here in Putnam County i I helped run the fire station out of sand Springs I've been in public service and you know I've been on the 911 board 15 sixteen years. I I've been on some board or something public service for over fifty years. So so uh and still there, still on the nine one one board. So so but I don't regret it. I've enjoyed it. The people of Putnam County have really been good to me. And you know, I, I, I don't regret any of it. I've enjoyed it all. There's a few things that it's like everybody else. There's a few things you wished you'd done sure done sure. different. And I've used this saying, you know, you got to make a decision when you're sure. And sometimes it's a split-second decision. And I always, if I made a good one, I went home a night and went to sleep. If I made a bad one, I went home and rolled. I've I, rolled a few nights.
0: I, I can imagine. It, it, daily, what you've right. done. Well, right. you know, I met you uh, 20 years ago or so. And uh, as I went around this community, your name kept coming up among bit, one of the most well-respected um leaders in our county and state. So God bless you. Let, let's let move forward now. Let's talk a little bit more about—now let's talk about today. You've been through an illustrious career. You, you're you watching uh, our country and our state and our local. Just talk about the present day, the, everything from drugs to crime to— ba- all the stuff you're hearing and reading and seeing on, on the news.
1: Well, let, let, let me say one thing. I, I always said that as long as I was sheriff— that I wanted when I left the sheriff's office, I wanted to be able to walk down the street and people can look at me and speak to me and and acknowledge who I am. Not me walking down the street and say, "There's that crook, there's that dope yep. head, there's that drunk." I never had that problem. Sure. And the people, I don't know where I got respect, but I've got a lot of honor out of people out there. I got a lot of people still knows me. Uh, and talks to me, and I appreciate that. that you well, just don't know how much, but, but you know, drugs. Is, when I started leaving the sheriff's office, uh, the meth was just coming into Putnam County. Yes, There was four of us went in a house out there that had that had a meth lab in it. We wouldn't again. We wouldn't up on it as good as we ought to. And two of us got real sick. I was one of them, and he'll bust your head and all of that. But the general thing today is, like I said a little earlier in the statement, marijuana used to be the number one drug. There's so much out there today that that some of it I hear a name of it. I don't know what it is. I'll go get on the me too. I'll go get on the internet and look it, up look, and, it up. look it up and see what it is. So so things has changed a lot. Uh, and it's gonna change more. Uh as more population and more yes. people come in.
0: Yeah. You know, as as we were talking about growth and industry and when you when you first started there was no interstate system. This was a very isolated Tennessee was an isolated state. I mean talking about areas. And and today uh I, I've heard people talk for instance that uh Cookville is a hundred thousand people on most days with a talk about uh, the the night uh, the 50 th- you got 50,000 people on in the interstate this is a, the same thing that makes us attractive for industry makes us attractive for distribution for illegal substances we we don't realize what runs up and down
1: interstate 40 or 111 now and uh you know back several years ago the old bootleggers they they run seventy. They run fifty-six. It's easy to control. Same. It, it's not easy to control today out there. It takes no. a lot of people to control it. But it's uh, it it is uh, the interstate. I can remember when they when they was going to widen Jefferson Avenue <laughs> from the square out to the interstate. You can't believe the criticism that some of the people in Putnam County got upset. They was going to spend money to. To widen it, and it needs to be two more lanes now. Oh, but we, see, that's how growth comes. You, you got to predict growth a long ways down the road,
0: and it, you, it's just hard. To, infrastructure takes longer once you get the growth. So it's a
1: and it goes back goes back, George. To we didn't mention this, but I will real quick. Is the Putnam County Jail? We built the Putnam yes, County, yes. We built the Putnam County Jail, and and I moved, moved in it in nineteen ninety four had 254 beds i begged the commission then to go nearly 400 mm-hmm. i couldn't get them to build it and now then we're having to build a 500 bed addition on over there because they got them sleeping on the floor and running out of space so so all of that goes with growth and that's why you have to realize that you can't wait till the last minute you got to do a little bit every day every year and uh you know by, my friend sheriff has got some negative comments about the jail. Hey, he if he's going to run the jail and take care of the inmates and the prisoners and put them down, he's got to have a place to put them.
0: Yes, and it's not going down. I mean, it, it's. Uh,
1: and I've said all along, I've said for years, they talk about, well, we got good schools, but if we don't have a place to put those that don't want to go to school and cause all this trouble, we won't have good schools. We that's got, right. We've got to have a place to incarcerate people.
0: Well, you and I have had this conversation many times about we're so fortunate. We're not unique, but the but the, the Upper Cumberland, a state of Tennessee, we still you, you mentioned uh, uh, Mayberry way a while ago. We still have community and, and with challenges, values, people care, and it's oh, a yes. great place.
1: Oh yes, it is a great place to live. It's a great place to raise your family, and you know we. Everybody has to live with change. nobody likes change, but it's going to happen. You got to live with change
0: today. Things is going to change. I don't like it as much as I thought I did. Well, I know
1: <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying a, think, no, that's th- true. think things have changed. you got to live with it and uh and Putnam County's went through a lot of changes in the last twenty five years. I'll probably live through the first twenty five as sheriff who has probably had less changes than what the rest of them has you know. When I started as sheriff in this county, I had five deputies. Five. Five deputies covering the whole nine total employees at the jail, and there'd be a lot of times we'd have a deputy out on the road by himself, and he'd cover from Moderator, Buffalo Valley. I, I mean, that's that's how how it was. But but you might go all day and never get a call.
0: Sure. Aren't we one of the wide? The county, wide. How wide we are from if you go Monterey from, to to. Um, if you went to Fentress
1: County Line on Highway sixty two to Buffalo Valley, you would probably you're talking about fifty fifty two miles. Yes, we're not we're narrow, but it's a long ways from, it's a long ways Fentress County Line to Buffalo Valley and back. Of course, back in the old days, radios. Our communication system was if you was in Buffalo Valley. You couldn't, you couldn't talk out. Nobody would listen to you. But I'll tell you this one real quick. This a little oh, yeah. quick story about Buffalo Valley. I had a friend of mine that that lived down there, and he worked at the Corps of Engineers. And he'd let us use his phone if we needed to. And he, fi- <laughs> he finally got, you know, he said, I'm tired of them deputies getting me up at 10, 11 o'clock. So he went and had a phone run out on his porch <laughs> with a little box built on it. So if there's down there, they could, in the yard. Go over there and call the sheriff's office.
0: Never heard that story. And that is- call the
1: sheriff's <laughs> office. So you know it's, it's that was top people we had in Putnam County.
0: We're just so fortunate, and it's it's people like you and others who have uh, who who live here, love here, and uh, made a made a difference. So. You want to we, – we're getting near the end of our session. We, we could go for days, couldn't we, if we're telling stories. Uh, anything else you want to we, – we're not really winding down quite yet, but well, we're moving that way.
1: Not, not much, really. You know, Uh, uh me and you talk about our sons a lot. Yes, but, uh, yeah. I've, and <coughs> I'll try not to tear up, but, oh. you know, I had one son. He'd been at the sheriff's office 25 years uh, would have probably run for sheriff one day.
0: He and Eddie uh, be- are no, no, best friends. Best friends. Uh, the current sheriff. Yeah. He
1: he had a bout with cancer. Didn't last six seven months. Uh, it's the hardest thing you ever done to lose a son. Oh, and when you're close. But but I'm just saying, my son loved the sheriff's office as probably as much as I did.
0: Well, one of the best, most loved people in this county besides jerry was his is his son jerry dale so jerry god bless you this has been a wonderful time and thank you for what you do every day to make a difference and have done for a long long time george hallford uh with uh, jerry abston on local matters
1: thank you thank you